If, if, if the entire Bible, if the Christian church, if the testimony of 2,000 years of theology has been that Jesus died on the cross for the, for the sins of others and then was raised again on the third day to conquer death, that we might be invited into a, into a relationship with our creator again, escaping the curse, what are you preaching? What are you teaching? What is your Christianity? What up? How you doing today? I'm Al Deschino, known online as Christian Ninja. I'm a full-time variety Twitch streamer and online missionary using everything from silly pictures to Bible studies to video games and everything else I can think of to connect with, mentor, love, and serve the online gaming and streaming community, especially the lost, lonely, and disenfranchised who are online every day looking for a positive, open, encouraging, and meaningful online connection. Welcome to XN Shadowed, an audio version of some of the best parts of my weekly streams and YouTube videos. I hope you find this helpful and interesting, and I hope even more that it inspires you to join the discussion sometime during one of my live streams. I hope you have a great day, and here's today's clip. And so today, the, the verse of the day is 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 19 to 20, which is... Uh, really important verse and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll we'll do a little bit of explanation i'll show you a couple things we're going to go through some of the context and i'm going to show you a tweet so the verse is uh if in christ we have hope in this life only we are all we are of all people most to be pitied but in fact christ has been raised from the dead the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep let's let me take a let me show you the context of that just so you can kind of see what's going on here it is a, it's part of an argument that's being made by paul so one core 15 let me read the context and then you guys can get it and then we're gonna we're gonna jump into some a, a tweet that i saw okay that was easy let me read it says now so we're talking about the resurrection of the dead okay the resurrection of christ how how critically important it is what why it's such a big deal and we get to the resurrection of the dead. now there are people within the church uh, that are arguing that resurrection does never happen and coming back from the dead is impossible. It's, it's not something that happens. Therefore, if, if, uh, if that's what Christians believe, they must be crazy. I know this is, is wild, right? Can't, can't believe that people would be saying this, but it's true. I mean, that's today, right? The, the idea that today we have, you know, there are a bunch of people who don't even recognize what Easter is. I, I was looking at where, where was it? They were saying that 50% or 40% something like that of americans don't connect easter to the resurrection like it's not even part of the conversation they don't know why they're doing easter but for christians it is the the center point of our faith it's what it's what the tipping point it's the reason we believe it's the reason we exist is because of the resurrection so the verse says now if christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead but if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised, right? And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God because we testified about God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise if it's true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you're still in your sins. 
Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in Christ we have hope, in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. And we'll just keep reading a little bit. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of all who have fallen asleep. For as by a man came death, by a man has also come the resurrection of the dead. The resurrection is the center point of the faith. Let me show you this tweet, this this amazing, ridiculous tweet that I found. It says, da 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 da. Okay. This is Joe Lumen, whoever that is. Uh, what do we got here? What's happening? Ba-ba. There we go. She says, I'm a Christian and I hate Easter. I hate the narratives about salvation from sin. I hate substitutionary atonement theories. I hate pretending a dude died for a weekend, and then that means I won't have to be tortured by his daddy. I hate Easter, and I love Christianity. You you cannot say this. This is impossible. This is oxymoronic. Moronic as well, but oxymoronic, okay? So she says, I'm a Christian, and I hate Easter. You can't. You can't be a Christian and also hate the story of Jesus dying on the cross, rising from the dead for the salvation of sins. You can't you can't hate the narratives about salvation from sin because in order to be a Christian, you have to understand that you are a sinner. That's step one. You gotta recognize the problem. The reason Jesus came in the first place, the reason there is a Christ, is because we are in sin. We are un we are in trouble. We have a problem. We are cursed towards death. Therefore, we need sin. The idea that someone would actually say that I'm a Christian and not recognize the fact that they are a sinner, that they are that the world is full of sin, is going to is is mind-boggling. It says, I hate substitutionary atonement theories. Now, substitutionary atonement means that atonement, God is angry. Because God is angry, he needs to be appeased or his anger needs to be dealt with. His anger needs to be uh, uh, acknowledged and, and figured out. How do we deal with God being angry, wrathful, judgmental against us sinful people? Well, we need to atone. We need to make it right. We need to be able to give him uh, whatever will cause it cause our problem to be right. And in that, in, in substitutionary or torment theories, which is what Christian believe, it is that the, he demands our death. He demands punishment. He demands that we go to hell. That is, his holiness is so big, our sin is so much, that he actually says that anybody who breaks his commandments, anybody who sins against him, must be punished and to death and to hell. Jesus substituted himself for us, took the punishment for us on the cross and from God in God's wrath. And then God exchanged Jesus' righteousness for our sin and accepted his death on our behalf. Substitutionary atonement. Jesus' substitution for us atoned for or dealt with the wrath of God on the cross. That's the deal. I hate pretending a dude died for a weekend. And then that means I won't have to be tortured by his daddy. She doesn't want to believe that there is a hell. She doesn't want to believe that there's a consequence to sin. She doesn't want to believe that there's a resurrection. She doesn't believe that Jesus died for a purpose or that he died at all. She hates the idea of anything that would call her a sinner and she hates Easter. You cannot hate Easter and love Christianity. This is impossible. 
If Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection from the dead? But if there is no resurrection from the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. Right? What are you preaching? What are you talking about? What Christian message are you giving if not the resurrection? We are found even to be misrepresenting God because we testified about God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise, if it's true that they're dead or not raised. What are you preaching? If, if, if the entire Bible, if the Christian church, if the testimony of 2,000 years of theology has been that Jesus died on the cross for the, sa- for the sins of others and then was raised again on the third day to conquer death, that we might be invited into a, into a relationship with our creator again, escaping the curse, what are you preaching? What are you teaching? What is your Christianity? We are found, uh, for if the dead are not raised, then not even Christ is raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you're still in your sins. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. Without Jesus dying on the cross, you have to die yourself in your sins and you're still under the curse. If the entirety of the Old Testament, if the entirety of the temple uh, system, if the sacrificial system of the Old Testament the Israelites was pointing to Jesus, if the lesson we're to learn is that God takes it so seriously that blood continuously flowed from the altar and that Jesus was the final sacrifice, the perfect sacrifice. If that's not true, you're still in your sins. What do you believe in? What's saving you? That God is super nice and he can just pretend you didn't sin. He can just pretend you're okay. He can just bring everybody to heaven. He's holy. If you are sinful and you stand before him, you are going to be destroyed by his white hot holiness, his his perfection. You, You cannot stand. You have to be purified. You have to be cleaned. You have to be dealt with. Your sin has to be reconciled. It has to be atoned for or you can't be near God. Then those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. Your message, the message of this person, is that everyone who has ever died is dead. Everyone who's ever died is still in their sins. Anyone who's ever died has perished and is gone. If in Christ we have hope in this life only. In other words, if you're a Christian simply because you think it's good for this world, then we should be pitied. Because what it means to be a Christian is to be ostracized. It is to be giving up ourselves. It is to be a humble servant. It is to be someone who who seeks God, who goes the hard direction, who walks the narrow path, who, who puts away pleasures and puts away distractions and puts away temptations so we can linearly focus on what God wants us to do here. It is to remain sober in the face of all that wants us to be distracted. It is to remain forthright and standing on the promises of God. Because we recognize all the suffering we're going through has a purpose. It is making us more like Jesus and will bring us into heaven. It will bring us into eternity. And it matters. If if that doesn't exist, then Christians should be pitied. Because what a bunch of fools. What a bunch of fools to be given up pleasures, to be given up uh, uh, to to not take be taking control and power, to not be falling for every every temptation, to not be doing anything good like for themselves. If if all of it is sacrificial and we're meant to be servants of all, and for no other reason than hey, it's probably the right thing to do, then that's ridiculous. Because we all believe that we're going to heaven. We all believe that Jesus died on the cross, and if he didn't, 
then we're all going to hell. Eat, drink, be merry, for tomorrow we die. But Jesus has been raised from the dead. He did die. Easter's real. Easter's true. And you can look at a bazillion tons of evidence if you want to. I feel bad for this person. I feel bad that they are... That they believe Christianity has to do with something other than the resurrection. I feel bad for anybody who listens to them because they are to be pitied. They should be pitied by us who believe, by the world who who would call them hypocrites and fools. Um, without the cross, there is no Christianity. Period. What's the application today? I guess it's to simply say this. What do you believe? Ask yourself the question, what do you believe? Do you, be do you have good theology? Do you, do you have right theology? Does the crucifixion, the resurrection of Jesus, his life, his word, hold highest authority to you? Does it matter that Jesus died on the cross and rose again? Why does it matter? Did you take time over Easter, over Good Friday, to meditate on that? Why it's a big deal? Why it changed everything? You can't just pretend like it's no big deal because it is a very big deal. Take the time, meditate on it, think about it because it's critical that you understand it and that you believe it because it, it's the difference between being a Christian and not. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you love gamers and streamers and online content creators, or you have a heart for the lonely, lost, and broken people who are untouchable by traditional ministries, but they spend so much time online looking for hope, help, and connection, and you want to help me keep bringing the love of God to them full-time, it would be amazing if you'd support me on Patreon. Your support is what allows me to serve this unique people group on the forefront of global missions. If you want to check out my books and other content, look at my website at artofthechristianninja.com. And of course, I live stream on Twitch Monday to Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'd love to see you there. We do some serious stuff. We do some silly stuff and a little bit of everything in between. Thank you again for listening. Have a great day. And I really do hope to see you on the live stream soon. <laughs>